It's been a busy two days here at Digital Health Summer Schools up in Leeds. We've heard from international keynotes Dr John Halamanka, the CIO of Harvard's Beth Israel Medical School, on the importance of identifying opportunities for healthcare based on local needs while using available tech, and Professor Margan Anasad of the University of Oslo on the need to cultivate opportunities and how large healthcare projects can often be hindered by their size and external interference. Back on home turf, Matthew Gould, the CEO of NHSX, took questions from delegates on a number of topics, including reducing the burden on clinicians and the GDE programme. Plus, we've had the launch of the Shuri Network, the first NHS network of BMA women in digital health. I'm Andrea Downey, and here with me today to discuss the events of the last two days are Lisa Emery, CIO, Royal Marsden, and Chair of the London CIO Council. Hello. Uh, we've got Shauna McMahon, partner of the Digital Transformation Consulting and NHS South Central West Commissioning Support Unit. Hello. That's a long one. Uh, we have James Reed, CCIO at Birmingham and Solihull Mental Health Trust, and of course, our newly elected chair of the CCIO Network. Hello. And Marcus Bohr, GP, software developer, and our Digital Health Hack Day host. Hi. How have you guys been enjoying summer schools so far? I find it absolutely inspirational. I come here and sometimes you think, oh, how can I take the time off work? And it's a must do, I believe, for anyone that's a professional in the industry. And uh, I, I, found, I find this is my fourth one, and I come and the quality of the interaction is exponentially, the bar is raised every year. So for me, it's just inspirational to see everyone and what they're doing. Oh, that's good to hear. James? Yeah, I've been, I've been, I think I've been coming to, this is my sixth summer school now, um, and um, yeah, I think it's still, of all the uh, conferences or courses that you go to, it's still the one that feels the most personal, it's the one that's best for relationships and for meeting people, which is what this is about. And I've always found that, yeah, that what you're hearing about is of direct relevance to, to the work that you're doing. So, um, so once again, it's been a, a great couple of days. I've really enjoyed it. I've learned a lot. I've met, you know, met some new people. Um, and it really gives you a sense of being part of a, a bigger community, actually, rather than, you know, sometimes at these conferences it can be a little bit impersonal, but, but here I feel it's very much of a personal touch. How about you, Lisa? Uh, picking up on the comments from James, really, I think the sense of community, particularly for this one, it's my fourth, like Sean's as well, it's, I think it's been amazing this year. It's had such a good vibe. Um, and there's been a, a, a lovely number of new faces to see, catching up with old colleagues. It's just got, it's something that goes straight in the diary for me. I, I couldn't agree more. It's a fantastic event. I can beat you off six. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I came to the first one. Um, which was just C CCIO. So you get the seven uh, stars. I I, yeah, I, I was probably on my badge. I didn't actually wear my badge, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and that was in the dinner for that was held in an upstairs room in, in Oxford University. It was a tiny room, and to see the the growth of the of the networks is what has been the sort of most powerful thing for me this time. To see the size of the, the, the sheer number of people who come, the the conversations happening, and the the development over that time. Um, is that's been really extraordinary to see. Um, what I have observed at that time is that it, as it started off as a tiny little club kind of thing, uh, and then as it grew, it, it did come onto the radar of you know the, the big organisations NHSE, NHSD, and there was a period where we did start to get a lot of the or a lot of the discussion was kind of update from NHSD. It was a very broadcasty feel to yeah. it as in the middle years. And then what's been fantastic this year is that it's all been about the community this year. We've had the, the New Zealand community, they've just burst onto the scene mm -hmm. with such enthusiasm. Yeah. The, the Shuri Network, again, just 
exploded. When you're part of a network that's doing that for other people, it makes you feel very proud. Going back to your sort of point on the dinner that you had at Oxford, was it? It must have looked really great last night looking out on how many people were at that dinner because the room was packed. It was. It was yeah. terrifying. <laughs> I've never seen a, a, a table plan like that. It Maybe I don't get invited to my kind of weddings, but that was a, a truly intimidating table plan. Going through the days, what have been the highlights for you and what's the biggest lesson you've learned? And I, was, I, I thought John Halamka's bit was actually, for me, was the most in, was the best. Just, it's always interesting to hear from other economies. But it's also reassuring to hear that in the US, there's there's lots of difficulties, and at least in some ways, there's some things we've got got right, and they they're struggling with because it's it's all too easy to think that we're always behind. Um, so that was really interesting. But then and then also there's a lot of the challenges. Like he was talking about the ever growing data sets, which is something I definitely recognise here. Um, so uh, and it, it's useful to to hear that, and it gives us a little bit of something to talk about here to point out where problems lie and how to avoid them because uh, certainly the burden on the frontline staff of data collection is an ever-present issue. Shona, what about you? Uh, I really enjoyed John's talk as well. I liked that he was so balanced in his approach and he acknowledged you know where the risks are, how they mitigated it and also sharing his international experience. I think that was really interesting. I also really enjoyed Rob Webster and Tom Reardon. I thought they gave a really nice perspective of being out in the field and again what came through for me was their continued uh, acknowledgement of leadership and the need to reach out and work together across all systems if we're going to crack having a healthy population. I yeah, really I just want to them. touch a bit on the point where you said sort of being out in the field. Is it something that's quite difficult when you're in the professions that you guys are in to keep getting out on the field and understand what's going on when you also have such a huge task in the Digital Transformation Project? Is that something that you struggle with? Um, I would say for me right now, I was a CIO at a trust. Um, and now with this new role I'm in, I'm actually getting out more because I go around a bigger patch. So I get to see differences from the north to the south and that's really been enlightening and uh, quite valuable. So for me, I've been able to get out more. But it's one of the reasons I really enjoy coming to this particular event is because you get to network and hear the great things that our colleagues here are doing and uh, the challenges they have and all the successes that people are having is really inspiring. Lisa, what about you? What's been your highlight? Oh, similarly, I thought John was absolutely brilliant. In fact, I thought the whole of yesterday morning was mm. just the best start mm. you could have to it. It was so diverse. Um, but the, the best thing for me has definitely been the launch of the Shuri Network. I've been talking to some of the members of that group and to see them all out there and just, it was a phenomenal session. Um, and I, I spoke to, I went to the panel afterwards as well and people actually rushed to go to that panel that had something else booked. They said, after this morning, I have to be at the panel. That just got me. And it was just lovely to see everybody engaging and the power of some of those speeches was just wonderful. So I, for me, that's been the absolute highlight. Yeah, I, it was. it's the first time I've really sat in a room with that many people in it, with a, not a single person distracted. Everyone absolutely. was absolutely focused on that talk. It was amazing. And what was lovely to see, um, I went to the panel session afterwards, um, there was a few men that came along. Mm. It wasn't all women, which is what I was expecting, and I thought that was really lovely to see because it, it is something that starts with everyone. What about you, Marcus? So, uh, well, the first two days, obviously, I was running the hack day, Wednesday, Thursday, so I missed some of the um, 
Thursday kind of lecture content type thing. But um, actually, it was a, one of the highlights for me was from the Hack Day. Um, we had Leah Vargas, who is a, a nurse from, I think, the Midlands, um, and she pitched a really powerful user need uh, that it was very different to how to the kinds of things that we often get at Hack Days. So typical for Hack Days, we often get data-driven things. I need this information to be there, and it's uh, always about APIs, and it's very technical and that kind of stuff. Um, and this was a completely different ask. It was, I'm a nurse, and it took me a long time to find my career path, and there's still no good um, career path guidance for nurses. And um, you, actually, I never had to think about that at all before. Um, it's not crossed my mind. I'm a doctor by training. There probably is better, there is a better appreciation uh, in the medical community of the things that you can go off and do with a medical degree. But with nursing, um, she made a very powerful point that you just go and get a job out of nursing school and then who knows where you'll end up. But it's very random, It's not. there's not great guidance. And so um, she was asking for, can this information be brought to me in, you know, in an app? And that was, that was a really, it was a really useful thing. What was delivered in the end was exactly what was asked for. It was incredible. There was some really incredible ideas that came out of that actually, weren't there? It was, it was fun to sit through the end of that and watch the presentations. Yeah, I mean, what have I learned from summer school? I've learned that it doesn't matter how clever people are and how techy they are, they can always mess up their AV. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, you know, you've got people who could, could write their own graphics drivers sticking the thing in here and messing around. And they worked a minute ago. And that kind of par paralysis sets in. But yeah, uh, it, the, the presentations were, were phenomenal. And it's, you know, it's very, you feel very proud having been part of that, even though what I do is, is nothing. It, it really, I stand there, set up the hack day. It's the hack day um, attendees that do all that work. Um, but yeah, we've got some great projects, and I think one of the nice things about doing hack days, I have been involved in lots of different types of hack days, in, in and out of um, orthodox IT circles like this, and sort of in the more sort of wild west end of things. And um, doing the hack days here, we end up with such a high quality of output because we do get NHS trusts coming, we get NHS Digital will come, and we get teams from all the different programs within NHS Digital. So the, they've got the skills to build stuff that actually would integrate with the NHS and actually would work in real life. And that's quite impressive when you see that done in two days and then presented at the end and they, they've reached into the spine and got some useful piece of data. It's, it's I, I think your point earlier around the period we had in mid, mid set of schools mm. where we had a lot of talking to, I think that's mm. been a nice non-feature of this, I completely yeah, agree with you, so fantastic to have the new um, CEO of NHSX here, yeah. but he was here listening, Yes, yeah. uh, he spent a lot of time listening to people, we had a nice you know, informal sofa conversation, I, I didn't feel we got exactly what you've described, the kind of here's how to and this is yeah. what we're doing and you need to do X, Y, Z, there was much more collaborative feel to it. And I think, um, I don't ever remember having senior leaders present for as much of the time. I, I don't know. They usually dive in and dive out and they're never seen again, but this time it did mm. feel like yeah, they were genuinely interested and they wanted and, to be And here. happy to be sort of harangued in, in <laughs> corridors at the end of the dinner, which I thought was pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have been disappearing to bed. Yeah, but I did, I did yeah. see him pulled aside quite a few times yeah. and I thought that was very impressive. But very patient <laughs> and, yeah. you know, that's, that's, that's how you learn, isn't it? And, and I liked his comment around you know, we need to be able to have open and honest conversations in a trusted space. 
um, mm-hmm. and be honest with each other because we, we need that. Is it something about the sofa conversations? Did they, if you put someone behind a lectern, they will talk to you in a different mm-hmm. way. Yeah. You put somebody in yeah, sort yeah. of chatty mode on a, yeah. on a sofa. Yeah. They, they interact completely differently. Yeah. He just looked relaxed. He was kind yeah, of... So yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ambience yeah. is a big... Mm. Yeah. Maybe we should have sofas so. at every talk we ever do now. Should Only if the think? audience can have sofas as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for that. <laughs> OK, so I'm going to put the spotlight directly on you for a minute, James, because obviously you are now the new elected chair yes. of our CCIO Ooh, network. Thank you very much. Um, so, VFS, well, congratulations. Um, what does it mean to you, and what are you hoping that you're going to be able to do this year? Yeah, well, clearly, I mean, it's, I'm, you know, it's, it's a bit nerve-wracking because I've got big shoes to fill, and Joe's done a fantastic job, and he's been very, you know, very influential. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I suppose, now, it's, if I feel very much the job is consolidation and sustaining because we've done a lot of growing, a lot of big stuff's been happening, but now we've got to make this network work for the long haul and it's not just a new it's not a new thing anymore it's actually a, an established thing and I think it's a different set of challenges with that so I think it's important we do like we've been saying we keep to keep it relevant keep it fresh keep it something that pays that people want to come to um, and not become seen you know as just another agent of the center which you know, guess may have been an issue before so um, I'm very keen that we maintain that and we make this is the place that anyone interested in this sort of work people finishing the digital academy people coming into new jobs this is where they come mm-hmm. Yeah, and on that note, uh, why do you think CCIOs and CIOs and CNOs and anyone who's working in any form of like digital transformation in healthcare should be coming along to an event like summer schools? Well, I think, I mean, like we said, really, it's the first point is to meet meet other people because it's so even within the NHS, which is this big sort of sprawling thing, it's very easy to become isolated, often within your own trust. And I think a lot of people have said. I feel this myself to some extent that you feel recognised by other people, but not necessarily where you actually are. You know, and if you've worked somewhere for a long time, you don't. People don't necessarily you don't get the recognition internally that you get part of your work. And so it's it's good to get a bit of validation to hear what you know. You can validate each other, but also realise that what you're doing work it has has value in the broader sense. You know, and it's not and you're not just on your own in your trust or even with a small team. You're part of a much bigger group. I think you're right, and I, I know certainly when I started out in the first CIO job, I felt quite isolated partly being a woman in the job like that and this is why it's great to see what we're seeing in terms of change but also not really having that peer group to talk to and I I sort of made the jump and came to my first summer school and it goes straight as I said earlier goes straight in my diary every year now Mm. and now I'm encouraging colleagues so I now have a deputy he's come along he's doing the academy and he's just seen the value of this so it's great to pass it on pay it forward as it were I think we all have a bit of a duty to do that Mm. as well so it's been fab. I see any of these roles, they are first and foremost, they're leadership roles within a healthcare system. So even though you have a specialty knowledge, you are first and foremost a leader in healthcare. So this is specifically for your profession and you can come and meet leaders. There's a variety here, variety of backgrounds. So to me, it's a really great personal development opportunity and a wonderful way to share and grow in terms of your leadership. So it's that continuous learning as well. And you do get to, sometimes you can be a bit isolated, so then you get to bounce ideas off people and hear what, how did you deal with this and how did that go for you? And then you can learn from that. Are there any other highlights anyone sort of wants to talk about? Any key lessons learnt that you're going to take back with you and start working on? Well, I, don't, I don't think the one about um, not expecting cucumbers to behave was one I'd necessarily <laughs> take as a lesson learned, but it was highly amusing and brilliant illustration. It just shows you how eclectic the session was, but 
that really made me smile. <laughs> I think for me, um, really going to reflect on the way home around the whole piece about community and a systems view. I do feel when the first time I came, it did seem more very uh, more siloed, and even in the conversations, this one is much broader. And maybe that's a result of ICSs and the need for people to collaborate more in the system. But I do get a sense that things are changing in a different way, and it'll you know that saying it takes a village, and that's what we're going to have to do to really change. Uh, the culture from sick care to health and wellness and preventing illness. So I think that, to me, is what I'll take away. Yeah. So you're all coming back next year, I assume? It's in the diary. Yeah. Well, it's in the diary. So. Couldn't get it in fast Good place enough. place to come. <laughs> and Birmingham, lovely spot. Yeah. Said, yeah. Brilliant. Thanks so much for joining me today. It sounds like you've really enjoyed summer schools this year, and I hope to see you all again in Birmingham next year.